podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. From the Fifth Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. And now, your host, Steve Collins. Hey, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Coach Unplugged. So excited you decided to join us today. Before we jump into the podcast, I'd like to give a couple of shout-outs to our sponsors. But before that, hey, go leave a five-star review wherever you listen to podcasts um, or if it's iTunes or something. We love those five-star reviews. Go over and leave those. They help so much, and that's why we're able to keep this podcast free at this point. Also, go over and check out um, our two sponsors. First of all, Dr. Dish, the number one shooting machine on the market, bar none. Um, it will, I mean, I, I, yeah, that phone me and I'll tell you how great it is. Uh, mention Coach Unplugged, they'll give you $350 off. Also, go over and check out teachhoops.com for, co- for coaches who want to get better. Uh, right now, we're running a quarterly membership, which I think is unique. Um, but what I think makes our our membership unique is it's run by me. It's run by someone that's been there. Um, has, it coaches every day, 24-7, in the gym, dealing with the parents, all that. Not run by a college coach, not run by um, a big conglomerate. It's me. And uh, I think it's like if you need if you need help on a Tuesday in February, I'll be there to help you. So come over and check out teachhoops.com. Um, it is the one-stop shop, and our roadmap is second to none. It, it will it will it will walk you through the steps you need to to put rings on the finger and pictures on the wall so let's head off to the podcast because you kind of get in that coaching zone um all right let's do let's do your rapid let's do the rapid fire because i love the rapid fire and then we'll come back okay. around. so i'm going to ask you a question then some of them will be quick some of them won't um what's your favorite brand of basketball like type of basketball to use in a game we, we use spotting here in cif so and do you use that at the state tournament um, I haven't been blessed enough to go to the state tournament, but I think that's under CIF rules. Okay. So you should figure that out. I'm going to give you some advice now. Whatever rule, whatever ball they use at the state championship is the ball you should use all the time. Absolutely. Um, that's, 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 that's the goal. Yeah. Um, one word to describe your ideal player. Okay. Uh, one sporting event you can go to in the world, what would it be? Indiana High School um, Basketball State Championship. I've been to Kentucky. Uh, I'd like to see what Indiana's like. I've heard a lot. Of- It'd be better if it was still one division, but yeah, it would be the better if it was the Hoosier thing, but yeah. Um, favorite pregame meal? Um, I'm, I'm not very, I mean, I played a little baseball, but I'm, I'm not, um, but I would say um, probably pasta or some of that nature. Okay. Um, one skill not being taught in today's game. Um, I think that, you know, there's so many games that go on now um, where, you know, if, if you can teach, I mean, you can see in the NBA, I mean, if you can shoot the basketball, you, I mean, you watch Milwaukee play. I mean, Urson Ilyasova is probably one of the worst athletes in the NBA, but him and Meritage can shoot the basketball. Right. So, I mean, they're going to get to play. I'm um, telling you right that, now, is the reason my son will play and maybe play a lot for me, and the reason he maybe can play at the D3 level at some point because he can shoot. He, is, he, he it, it, and you, and you. I mean, people have validated this. It's an undertaught skill, and it's a skill the kids don't do nowadays. They can score, and some of them can shoot. But he, he if you can consistently hit a three or shoot, you are, you are he, a, yeah. He, he can dribble too. I watched him in that. Uh, yeah, he can dribble, like that. but that's not his game. But now, do you heard the NCAA's moving the line back? Well, I, I didn't know it was approved. I saw yeah, that they're. 
I think it's I think it's ba- the college coaches I've talked to basically say at the D1 level it's a done deal. It's actually good. It is good, but that's all of a sudden going to make it whoa. That's like moving it back a yep. substantial amount. Yep. So I said Drew, your stock just went up, man. <laughs> Cuz if you can shoot 35 40% from that range, you're all of a sudden you can play. Oh yeah, you can play. You can you can play. Um one thing you do to relax. Um Go to the beach. Yeah. So we, 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 we walk a lot on the beach. We live five blocks from the beach. Um, you know, um, I, I'm Can a, you hear I'm the a, water? Can you hear the water? Not from my house. But if I, we go maybe about two blocks up, we, we, we can hear it. You know, so the crack. price value, after the, the, the value of houses gets close. When you can start hearing it, I'm guessing it goes, the prices, it's like skyrocket. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And, and, and we probably don't even want to talk about the prices. Um, it's crazy crazy. like yeah you literally have to be like bill gates um one coaching technique you consider important uh restorative teaching um okay so explain what you mean by that because some people might not know that aren't in the educational field what that means um but so we use um you we me at the end of every practice and we, we we and it's not just players i'll pick a manager um, so they'll come out and say what, um, what I've stolen this too. I've stolen this. I love this. I've stolen this. I'm just telling you right now, I've stolen it. Go ahead. I'm stolen. Um, it. You know, they'll, they'll pick out somebody in practice and it's not maybe who the best player is, but somebody who through their effort, through their wheel, through whatever, they'll find somebody and point them out. And then, you know, the team gets excited about it. And then they, they, they do the, we, where they talk about what we did, um, you know, very well as a team. And then it's, you know, it's a point of putting me always last. And it's just a point in their brain for them to understand that you know, they're always putting stuff before that. And then they find one thing that they did themselves that they thought they did well, you know, uh, in practice. So um, do you always pick a person that has a good practice or a good game or something for the, for it or not? No, I, I um, cause we do it every day. Um, man, it's just random. So, I mean, I even pick managers sometimes, you know, for them to come out because, you know, I think when you're building a culture, it's just, it's not just the 12 guys on the team. I mean, it's right. everybody doing their job, the assistant coaches, the, you know, um, so, um, so, so no, we, we, we haven't. And I think the other thing is, um, you know, when you lose a game, that's not the time for you to have a meeting and tell them how, you know, it's, it, it, it's time to get that's out of there, you know, right. especially if they're bought in. I mean, they love the program, but they ain't losing. Right. Um, you know. Okay, I agree. Uh, best basketball player you've seen in person? Charles Barkley. Um, I, I haven't had the opportunity to see LeBron or, or Michael in person. So I saw Charles Barkley the year he graduated from Auburn. He played in, in a all-star game in, in Nashville, Tennessee against um, – you probably don't know who Jim McDaniels is, but he was – Western mm-hmm. Kentucky the Final Four. But he had like, a, like an all-star team playing against a group of college players. And, my God, Charles Barkley is – he's a freak i think zion i mean charles probably wouldn't zion but that's the closest thing it's, i think it's, it is close all right so give us your favorite drill and describe it um I, I like um so i don't think you just get on the right line and you just run um i think cal calls it the perfect drill where they um you know you've got folks on both ends you put four minutes on the clock and they have to make you know a certain amount of layups and you've got coaches at, at all four elbows um, so they're working on passing, catching, receiving. You know, once they receive the bounce pass, they've got, you know, no dribble putting it in. 
and they've got to make 120 baskets in four minutes. I think that, that Kentucky makes 144 minutes. Right. Um, I, I've never been a part of a team that can do that. And you, have, you, you don't have players at the elbows? You have coaches? Yes, I want every player, and I, I may have managers too. Right. I want every player in, in the drill working as hard as they absolutely can. It's just a constant sprint, you know. Right. And, and I think also when, when you can put competition into anything. I, I can remember as a first sergeant in Hawaii, we would do um, like a 10-mile competition. I bought this stupid heavyweight championship belt for my company. And we would, I mean, they would march four miles up Coley Coley Mountain, sprint to, you know, the gym, you know, pick up a litter across the, you know, the, the pool in the gym. Now they're soaked. They'd sprint back, you know, to our area. It'd be eight or nine miles. If I would have asked them to do that, without them there being some kind of, you know, you know, attaboy for them. And they'd be like, man, I'm not doing that for some. But if you put them in a competition, man, you know, they're out there dying for each other, trying right. to get, you know, the heavyweight championship down. So we're going to attempt to either come up with a hard hat, you know, you know, whoever is the blue collar guy. I, I listened right. to a podcast with Nate Oates, um, who, who has done that at Buffalo and bring that to Alabama. And I thought, man, what an awesome idea. Um, so. Hey everybody, hope you're enjoying it. I'm going to give a big shout out to our two other podcasts in the Coach Market Media Conglomerate um, Teacher Side Gig. So go over and check that out. And uh, High School Hoops. So Teacher Side Gig is talk, talking about teachers and their side gigs and how they make a little bit of extra money. And High School Hoops talks about um, high school hoops stops about obviously high school basketball once a week, and we try to keep that as pertinent. That that's kind of like your dates. If things are going on, we're talking about that. We do those weekly, um, and it's always fun for me to talk to Jake about that. Make sure you subscribe and like to this one. Leave a review; we would appreciate that. And go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. All right, let's get back to the podcast. Oh, I love that! I love that. All right, um, but does it have a name? You just call it one twenty. What do you call it? I call it four and one twenty, so four minutes and one twenty, uh, okay. and one hundred twenty baskets, okay. um, or five and one fifty if if you want to ratchet up the ratchet up. Okay, and what I tell people too is those kind of drills that you keep track. Once they've reached the threshold, I move it up. Oh, absolutely, <laughs> and, and, yeah. and and it's one hundred twenty baskets, not one hundred twenty points. Right, and you got to have a good manager because they're you know. Trying to look up Boom, boom, yeah, yeah. yeah. You got to have somebody who can catch a ball, too. Um, one thing that helped you become a better coach? I think my time in the Army, listening more. I mean, if I would have went straight into it out of, out of college, um, I'm not sure. I mean, I've had the chance to serve with, you know, General Gus Perna, who's one of six four-stars in the Army as his sergeant major. Dan Daly, the sergeant major of the Army, was my division sergeant major when I was a battalion CSM. Being able to be around, you know, just great leaders, it makes you deal with things in different manners. It gives you more patience. What, what makes the difference between the four-star and the one-star or the four-star and the lieutenant? What, what what differentiates a leader? Well, I mean, some of these four-stars on, I mean, they're on other levels. I mean, if you had the chance to hear Gus Parno or um, – But what Dan puts I, them on that level? What puts them on that level of leadership? I mean, it's their drive. I mean, those guys are working 19 or 20 hours a day. I mean, they're, I mean, it was amazing to sit in a meeting with General Prime. I mean, he would know in Iraq, because um, he, he owned the logistics in Iraq, what every unit on the battlefield was doing. And you're like, how does this guy have the time? And then, it, you know, it's crazy to see how he processed information and used his staff and, and you know, how he received information. And, and you know, it, there was never a wasted moment 
you know, and being around guys like that, man, you have no choice but to just kind of Right. By osmosis, even though I'm not the brightest guy in the world, but right, that that was kind of my point. I think is leaders breed leaders. Yes. Like if you're around smarter people, you 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 push to be smarter. It's all that stuff is just like it, it surround yourself. That's why picking your staff is important. But surround yourself with people that are going to push you. They're not going to literally push you, but you're they're going to push you because of their expectations and their drive and their leadership and their all. The, I mean. I, I think that's that's super important. And you can't be threatened by people. I mean, you look no. at Nick Saban. I mean, he, he's hired. If you're a head coach and got fired in the last 10 years, they're probably on Alabama staff. Right. And you know, he doesn't feel threatened by them. I mean, he's bringing in, you know, so much talent. Right. You know, and right. I'm not talking players. I'm talking about coaching talent. You know. Right. And he doesn't and, – and he's not threatened by it. Because he no. can. Yeah. Um, best game you've seen in person? Wow. Um, Carlisle County and Henry Clay, 1982. Oh, Kentucky High School. That might be the record. <laughs> Kentucky High School uh, state championship game, 35-33, and I want to say it was in like five overtimes. Uh, Henry Clay was a school had about 2,500 kids in it. Carlisle County maybe had 450. Um, Carlisle County ran um, – man, they ran North Carolina's – Four corners, the whole game. They had a really good guard. They should have got beat by 30. Uh, they ended up getting beat by by two and like four overtimes. And also, Clay County and Ballard, which had Richie Farmer and Allen Houston. And I mean, a lot of people don't know Richie Farmer it was, but as a 5'11 guy in high school, I think he had 55. Allen Houston had 51. I mean, you're just, I mean, in Rupp Arena with 20,000 fans watching a high right. school basketball game, you're like, my God. And that's like Damon Bailey. Yeah, that's just a different First What's game your I ever saw was the worst game I ever saw was Duke and Kentucky in the 92 uh, Elite Eight. And I think we broke stuff in our house. And I'm not sure we had a TV <laughs> after that. That's the worst game I've ever seen. <laughs> I, never, I should ask that. that that's, that's a good one. I'm going to add that to my list. Worst game. I've never thought of that. We, 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 we still hate Christian Leighton or everybody in Kentucky. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. It was great. Um, um, favorite quote. Um, I'm a huge Dabo Sweeney guy. Serve their heart, not their talent. Um, okay. I, I think that is – there's so much depth to that of, you know, you, you first and foremost get to know that person and, and invest in who they are, not how high they can jump, how well they can shoot. And, you know, you treating, you know, everybody a part of your program in the same manner. Um, I watched that 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 young man with Down syndrome, who's one of his his equipment manager. Right. I mean, you know, he, he treats that kid just as well as he treated, you know, Deshaun Watson. And right. I think is, um, man, I, I mean, that's special. And that's why he's doing what he's doing there. I mean, it's not lip service. I mean, he is truly yeah. investing in those. Uh, what what um what's the best? Who's the best coach of all time? Um. Belichick probably in football. Um, Basketball-wise, I mean, I wasn't around for John Wooden. I mean, I think, you know, records show him. But I think the person probably got the most out of his his, uh, guys is probably Coach Krzyzewski. Um, Much as I hate to say that, I mean, you know, he built that program. He almost got fired. He almost got fired his, like, second or third year. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But, I mean – and he does it with, with 
you know, class and, you know, that, that does hurt my heart to, to say that. <laughs> yes. Being from Kentucky, I'm sure it does. Um, one book you could recommend or books um, for basketball coaches. I don't know if you've read coaching basketball successfully by Morgan Wooten. It's more of, of, um, and, and the, the things he used with how he dealt with parents. Um, I mean, he, he run, he, he kind of opens the door to everything a program would do. Now it's long as can be. Um, and some of it may be antiquated, but the math is, you know, next to probably St. Anthony's, you know, you know, him opening the door, what he did there for 40 years is, is pretty incredible. Well, it's, yeah, he's the godfather of basketball. Um, one thing you would tell yourself as a young coach. So I'm still a young coach. So um, <laughs> um, this, this but I'm just saying, no, let's say, you, let's say you're not a young coach, but let's say you were a young coach. A young coach is like they just, you just came out of college and you're, you're 25 well, and you started yeah. coaching. I think check your ego at the door. Um, yep. It should be fun. I mean, kids are playing high school basketball to have fun. It, it's not the end of the world. Right. Um, you know, they it have feels like it, but it's not. Yes. Um, yeah, I think not taking yourself so seriously. I mean, I think we do that in life. The older we get, you know, you know, me wearing tennis shoes with, with slacks. I mean, when right. I was 22, I've been, oh, my gosh. Now I'm like, man, my feet hurt. So <laughs> – <laughs> you just don't care anymore. I agree. Yes, sir. But it's like, yeah, it's covered. Uh, what, what's, what's one parting bit of advice or uh, a golden nugget that you would give a coach that's listening? Man, I, I mean, um, I think first you got to love your kids. Uh, I would say if, if you wouldn't treat your own kids in the same way you treat your players, you probably ought to really stop and think about what you're doing. Um, because you know, there's somebody's that those kids are somebody's kids. And that's a great way to think about it too. Yes. It's, and, and, and also why are you doing it? You know, (laughs) um, you know, I, I consider myself a teacher who coaches, um, you know, that's like, why are you doing this? It's, if it's about your glory and all those things, those wins and losses and all that stuff, it'll be like end games. They'll turn all the dust at some point, to be honest with you. (laughs) You, you, you know, I think also that, I mean, everybody can coach what goes on the floor. You can coach in practice. But coaching that kid, I mean, you're from Wisconsin. I mean, seeing what Dick Bennett did with the five pillars of his program and what right. you know, Tony Bennett's doing now. I mean, there's more to coaching than just shooting a basketball. And, right. Um, I, think that, I think that's a great way to end. I appreciate you taking the time, Coach. I know I'm, it's, you know, oh my God, it's almost nine my time. It's like bedtime for me. <laughs> well, I, I, um, one thing I'll say before I get off is that if there's anybody, um, if there's a site out there that people ought to get on, it, it's teachhoops.com. And I'm, I'm not saying that to try to get a better deal from you. For, yeah. for my coaches. <laughs> um, I, 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 your hunger for the game and you, I mean, people don't know, you, you took the time with me before I interviewed you took two and a half hours, and at that point, I hadn't given you a dime. Um, and and I mean, you didn't know me. I mean, I'm just another person from out in California. And that that's that's very special. Well, and I'm glad I, you got it because I'm I'm not I'm not a hundred percent on all the people I've helped on the interview process, but I'm I'm above eighty at this point. But I always feel bad. It's like when they call, they email back, and I'm always checking back in to see how they did. And, I got one today and the guy didn't get it. And it's like, oh, I feel so bad. I feel like I didn't get it. It's like, oh. You know, you know God's got a better job 
for that person coming up here in uh in next year or something else yeah there'll be something i always say there's another door so thank you coach um and we'll talk soon hey everybody i hope you enjoyed that um i would ask that you stop running you go you call home you go honey i need to join ttubes.com i need to become a better basketball coach this coach collins knows what he's talking about he's experienced it all he can help me take my game to my coaching game to the next level i hope i can i think i can Go over and check it out. Subscribe and like. Make sure you go over also and check our YouTube channel out. Um, Teach Hoops on YouTube. Hundreds of videos, thousands of videos. I think we're over thousands of videos now. Um, go over and check that out. It doesn't cost you anything. And if you're going to do any shopping tonight, click on our Amazon link down below and then go shopping. You won't even notice it. it doesn't cost you anything. And we get a small little affiliate. Helps us with our hosting fees. Talk to you soon. Sports Social Podcast Network.